0: this week on techy cubes your favorite podcast
1: if we are going to share our best work we might as well not share anything because the process to which we arrived at best it came from a lot of terrible jobs
0: welcome to techy cubes podcast the hub of tricks facts hacks and
1: updates in tech and design that will make your digital experience easy and enjoyable right here on techy cubes welcome your hopes the creative graphic designer and tech genius.
0: Hello, 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 hello to you from wherever you are all around the world listening to this episode of Techie Cubes podcast. I want to apologize for not releasing episodes in the past couple of weeks. I've had to deal with a lot of logistics and then just to serve you better a lot of work a lot of research a lot of study goes into every single episode that we release so that you can have the maximum benefits listening to the podcast you are all welcome again to this episode today on the podcast i have another guest with me is this guy that doesn't allow me to use social media in peace because if i'm on whatsapp he's always there after my soul telling me I'm not supposed to be there if I'm on Twitter. He's always there after my soul telling me I'm not supposed to be on Twitter. So, with that, I use Instagram conveniently until recently that he began to <laughs> he began to post his uh, Twitter feeds to Instagram and right now he's after me on Instagram again, telling me I'm not supposed to be using Instagram. This evening I have olua tony ajewole on the podcast he is popularly known as the tony smart and he, he runs the tony smart agency tony good evening it's good to have you on the podcast today
1: thank you very much very good evening <laughs> uh,
0: you did you like the accolades and introduction <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I,
1: I have no idea what you're talking about
0: <laughs> uh, good to have you thanks for taking yeah. our time to be on the podcast this evening
1: thank you thank you very much for the privilege yeah.
0: what part of the country are you here in right now
1: i mean abuja nigeria
0: oh you are the second guest to be in abuja nigeria abuja seems <laughs> to be a really cool place yeah you all are making the money i mean that's where federal <laughs> government
1: <needs. laughs> that's a meet. <myth. laughs>
0: so how has it been when did you move to abuja
1: Okay, I I moved into Abuja in 2018. I think service brought me here. Okay, N.Y.S. Anyway, National Youth okay, yeah, right. and You'll it's be been a rosy life. Awesome, awesome. Yeah.
0: So it's good to have you on the podcast. For those listening, Oloa Tony finished from Obafemi Awolowo University. I think I should just allow him to say that. Do you want to give a brief intro of yourself?
1: No, no. I think I think you've done enough. <laughs> all right then all right then. Yeah.
0: so um recently on i read your last mail the last email you sent about wanting to be like your dad and then yeah all of that uh so how was growing up like for you let's start from there
1: growing up for me was it was a mix <laughs> um on one side because i lost my dad and it also affected my mom mentally and on the other side i Grew up with loving family members, yeah, who were there all along. I mean, if I do not tell you that so 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 is wrong with me or happened to me, I promise you you will not know. And so it was a mix, but the love was there to maintain the balance. I think that's a perfect summary. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So
0: this evening on the podcast, Oluwa, tony and I will be discussing on social media for creatives and we'll delve into talking about vulnerability and consistency and if you are creative this is an episode you want to listen to from olua tony i've uh, let me just stop saying olua tony and call him tony smart because that's what i really know him as and that's what i call him so tony smart i've learned from him over time how that you can use social media to your advantage he was the one that first mentioned to me that when it comes to shooting your shots to people on social media that especially professionally that twitter seems to serve more than linkedin i found that very difficult to believe really really very difficult to believe until i also tried it out tested it out and found it to be true and i just feel tony is the man to discuss a topic like this so let me start from i think it would be better if i start asking questions so that tony can talk and share his experience his depth of knowledge by answering some of those questions, so the major thoughts we'll be sharing will be how creatives can use social media to their advantage. Tony is that man that thinks that the internet is a leverage that everybody has. Do you want to start talking from that perspective? The okay, of, yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you very much, Jamilari. Before the internet era, what we had was people communicating via primitive ways. We had the telephone too, which was good. We had people writing letters. We had a lot of friction. There was You cannot scale from a 1 to 1,000 just at the comfort of your home. You have to go out there to get a job, to look for a job. There are so many restrictions. But when the internet came, what the internet did was it created a decentralized marketplace where everybody could come into common market okay yeah. so the internet broke the divide between the rich or the airlines and the proletariat, yeah. or you can call them the poor and instead of you having to work 20 40 years to make money you can make that money in 30 minutes you can make that money in one hour depending on the imputes of your creativity yeah. and what the internet serves is that it allows you to reach almost eight billion people in the world why why we might say okay let's let's not say eight billion because everybody's on the internet let's just say about five billion people so you have the possibility of reaching out to five million five billion people just with a single tweet with a single video with a single picture and i think that is massive for us that's that shows that we 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 have broken the divide wall you know i do not need to go out there to look for a job i'm not saying looking for a job is bad Okay, but I do not need to go out there to look for a job. I do not need to stress myself, you know, for 10, 20, 40 years to try to build wealth. You know, I can do all of that at just one sitting. And it also helped us, especially in Africa, you know, it gave us, it gave us an opening whereby we can climb. True on the social social certification ladder whereby we can go from a zero in one day two days one week one month and we just go up you know and we are like millions of dollars up there and that is why the internet is leveraged.
0: awesome awesome thanks for that talking about the internet as a leverage you've you've just given a broad overview so now i want to narrow down the discussion to social media and then to creatives because a lot of followers of this podcast are actually creative so what exactly are the advantage of social media for creatives that you can pinpoint like if you're a creative this is the kind of leverage this is the kind of opportunity this is the kind of advantage that the social media presents to you today maybe I should ask the question in another way how do you think creatives should be using the social media today that they are not using it just any way you want to answer
1: okay okay so as creatives we are trying to service a group of people and you you want to reach out to as many people as possible and like i said earlier on the internet has come in to give us that access that much access you know without any restriction whatsoever and the social media is the perfect place for instance now on facebook we have about 1 billion active users on instagram we have about 500 million active users on twitter we have 300 million plus active users you can keep going and going like that and once as creative you want to be able to leverage the numbers because the numbers actually will matter and it will affect the quality of your work. You know, it will affect how far your work will go. So if one person knows about your work, that means there is a propensity to have 10 people know about your work. If mm-hmm. 10 people know about your work, there's a propensity to have hundred people know about your work. So the more people know about your work, the more likely you can get more people to know about your work. Mm-hmm. So if ten people know you know, 10 raised to power two will be 100 people. Yeah. And that is what the internet afforded. It has given us you know, uh what, what, what how do they call it now? Um an exponential um um what is it now? An exponential curve, okay, whereby we can scale immediately. And that is what social media does for us. It gives us that visibility, you know, that exposure that we see. You know, it, yeah if you are creative and nobody knows you, you're as well not a creative. Huh. You know? Okay a creative has to be known <laughs> for you to know that you're a creative you know you have to affect people you have to you have to your work has to you know make impact on people's lives you now has to change people you have to sell too yeah. because there, there is no point in you being a designer or you being a teacher or you being anything you are if you are not making money out of it and to make money out of it you need visibility you need that exposure and social media has given us that free access. So I think that, that is that is what is most important. That is the most important advantage of social media. Ability to reach out to more than the numbers we can imagine. So for instance now, if you, are getting, if you get 1,000 people to listen to this podcast and they are paying 100 naira <laughs> per month, that is 1,000 people times 100 naira. That would be about how much?
0: 100,000 uh, naira.
1: 100,000 naira. So you'll have made 100,000 naira just for people listening to an episode of your podcast, for instance, if you plan to monetize it. And that is the beauty of social media. You could not get 1,000 people like that before.
0: Or you would have to go through a lot of stress to reach 1,000 people yes. on social media.
1: Yes. So if, if you are going to get 1,000 people before, it could take you 10 years. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you that's know? true. But, but now you can get 1 million people in that 10 years. In fact, in less than 10 years. In
0: less than 10 years.
1: In less than ten years, you can get ten million people follow you. can get hundred million people follow you, depending on how creative your work is, or how important, or how general your work with, your work is. And that's that's the beauty of social media. It has it has afforded us the opportunity to reach out to people we never would have imagined. So I can be in Nigeria right now and I am reaching out to people in the U.S. in the in Europe. You know, interacting with people that you've never seen before. and that is the beauty of your work when your work is able to go beyond your location, you know, to affect people that are kilometers, hundreds of kilometers away from you
0: wow, that's awesome, so we've talked about being able to reach the number of people you usually would not be able to reach and then also being able to reach, I mean, specific people that you probably in your lifetime would not have been able to reach yeah. so there is the number and then there is the specificity of people maybe you are a creative who, who follows somebody's work because i remember when i started out this podcast or when i was going to start by the way if you are listening to this podcast it was from tony's master class <laughs> that we were forced to <laughs> we were forced to start this podcast maybe later later in life when i have a lot of episodes i'm i'm going to remove the first episode of this podcast because i all i'm going to have to edit it and then re-upload it because because of the kind of condition <laughs> and situation that we were in that master class
1: <laughs> we, we
0: we we just had to start and we just had to start anyhow and one of the things tony told us was that we're going to improve over time and i've seen that first hand so eventually i might have to remove the first episode because we just had to start and i just had to do what i had to do but
1: i i I don't think if you remove it i think it's a good you know so that people looking up to you can can trace your growth you know you say ah this is where i started
0: see the trash i did there all you right know? then all right so i'm going to leave you then so when <laughs> yeah. i started out recording this podcast i looked out for somebody doing this sort of a thing and i found i was specifically looking out for nigerians who were doing this kind of a thing and i found one living in the u.s the okay. anchor of ui narratives tolu ajayi and i just Listen to a podcast so that I could have an idea of how things should go, what I should do and, you know, in fact, much of the way I introduce my guests today is what I learned from how she does us and one of the things I did was reaching out to her. I just sent her a message on Instagram. I'm I'm starting out recording podcasts like you and I listened to yours and I really found it useful for me and all that and she responded immediately if there was no social media, I mean, that could be impossible or would take me years to do. And for somebody like me, I know that if I was going to write her a letter, for example, through the post office, I know I can't even encourage myself to do that because thinking (laughs) of the stress and all those things, but I know that sending her a message in Three seconds, I mean that's very easy to do, I, I didn't even think twice about that. I just did and I got a response from her. And in fact, she, she was saying that when I start out that I should reach out to her and let her know that she was going to listen and give me comments and reviews. That's what social media affords us today. So talking about social media for creatives, I focus this podcast majorly on designers, but this is for creatives. We have writers, we have what have we, we have a lot of people doing awesome stuff out there. How should we use social media? How can we use it to our advantage?
1: Okay, thank you very much. Concerning what happened between you and Toluajai, I think it's, it's it's something I should expand on a little bit too. There's something in our mind, almost every creative i have met, they, they're always scared of reaching out to people because they think people do not like helping one or the other. And I find that quite difficult to believe because, number one, anybody that has gone through this process understands what it means to be at level zero. And we will always want to support you as much as they can. Social media has given us the opportunity. There's something called the power of DMs. Now, DMs is direct message on Twitter. Yeah. You know, it's called the power of DM. can send somebody a message and you get a job. Can yeah. send somebody a message, and you get the person to come on your podcast, sure. to come on your YouTube session, and that is something the social media has afforded us. So somebody that has, you can leverage or somebody that has millions of followers already to grow your own followers. Sure. You know, by just simple DM. So we should not, we should not be scared. So back to your question, W. How can creatives use social media? I think. One thing we need to, you know, identify as as creative is what do we want to be known for? I believe everybody is a creative, okay, (laughs) but not everybody knows that. People do not agree. There are people that say that not everybody is creative. I stand to disagree, but don't let us go into the argument on that. But there's always something you want to be known for, all right? For me, I want to be known as a marketer, a creative pusher or neck presser, all of those kind of things that damn Larry has (laughs) <laughs> Mentioned that I do. For Dam Larry, now you might want to be known as a designer, a programmer. What did you say?
0: Oh, is a programmer also a creative? Well, maybe yeah. true.
1: Yes, a programmer is a creative. we well, all creatives, we just might not know. So, a designer, a programmer, or whatever. So, there's always something we want to be known for. And one of the ways we misuse social media is that we think social media is, is a dumb site you know where we just go and we just say anything and get away with it all right mm. you want to you you want to see social media as a marketplace you know where you display what you know how to do best
0: mm. all right okay
1: and that's that's a mistake a lot of especially on twitter you see all of those people saying they are they are, they are sharing bans, they are they are saying this and this, they are saying that you know That's the mistake they're making because what they are doing is that they are building a portfolio on the internet, and people can always refer back to it and say that what is this that you've done? True. You and you explain this to us, and you don't want to be caught in that kind of situation. You know, you want to show out your best work—not necessarily your best work—you want to show out what you do. All right, at every single point in time. Number one, what that does is that it attracts the kind of audience you want okay and number two so it gives you visibility for big players to connect with you okay so for instance like Dam larry said he sent the dm to tolu ajayi if it may be in another scenario now maybe you're looking for a job and you sent a dm to tolu ajayi the first thing you will want to do is to go through your feed what have you been posting okay what have you been talking about if at that point in time what you asked her or what you requested from her does not tally with what you show on your social media there's no way she can trust you there's no way she can take a risk on you
0: true
1: i don't i don't know if you get yeah i do yeah I do. yeah so as creatives we should learn to talk about what you do okay and less about how we feel i see people say that i am not my tweets i am not my, <laughs> my posts
0: yeah you there's know? a lot of that it's
1: it's just it's just a low thinking mentality okay <laughs> because at the end of the day if you look at it at the end of the day we are all of what we post out there is an extension of us you know i post something because i find it funny okay i post something because i learn from it you know i say something because it has happened to me one way or the other because our thoughts cannot go outside of we cannot process thoughts you know outside of what we do not know Mm-hmm. All right, so we're always going to write something that we've experienced or we'll find funny or that we can resonate with. But back to Kamata, I'm, I'm sorry, I, digre, I digress a lot. It's, it's a good question <laughs> Yeah, so back to our, our topic how, to, how do you use social media as creatives? Tell us every day what you do.
0: Every day. <laughs>
1: I mean it, I say every day. Now, what that does is that aside from what I've listed, it also helps your consistency. All right, okay, it helps with consistency, and consistency is what sells in the passion economy. Mm. Okay, consistency is what sells in the passion economy. Consistency helps you to build your social media accounts, consistency helps you to get, gain attention. You know, when you're posting something every day, people begin to say, ah, Who is this guy? every yeah. day every day are you not tired from are you not tired to let's see what he even has to say <laughs> from let's see what you has. ah this boy has content too oh. <laughs> from <laughs> yeah, from that is that saying please follow this guy please follow this guy and you are building the audience it helps our consistency so we should learn to post about what we do every day as creatives and that is a mistake a lot of people, i i see a lot of people think that they, they say they don't know what to post okay yeah um, someone uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i do for instance now is if i'm not thinking about something if, if i'm thinking about something around my field i put it out there okay mm. and if i'm not sure if it's not something i'm sure i put it out there as what do you think guys i need your suggestion on this or if it's something i've experienced and i see that people are going to be a victim of it soon i put it out there if i'm reading a book and i find something interesting i put it out there so mm-hmm. for instance as a designer or as a programmer you face challenges every day yeah. you know maybe you're trying to design something for a client and the client rejects it yeah. or you're trying to write a code and just a simple semicolon was the reason you, you, why your code was not that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are things you can put on social media Mm. These are things you want to put on social media. These are things that you want to identify with, and people also think that you have to. It has to be something about success or something that shows that you are successful, and you know, that's where we get it because we are only successful one over ten of the time. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm, sure. The nine over ten of the time, yeah, is going to be filled with failures, trials, and mistakes.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. But it is still very valid for social media it is because all of these things are still proof of work. Mm. Okay. It, it, it's, it's saying that, Hey, this is what I'm trying. I failed at it, but I'm giving it a second try. This is what I tried, but it did not work for me. You can give it a try. Mm. What it does is that it shows that you are, number one, you're curious. Number two, you are trying to get things right. And those are the kind of people, big companies want to hire. Mm. They want to hire people that they are not afraid to make mistakes okay they are not afraid to to try something out, they are not afraid to fail as long as it keeps pushing them forward and that is i also think it is not wrong to post about our personal lives
0: okay i was going to yeah. ask that next
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think it's not wrong to post about our personal lives because even in the midst of all of your posting about what you love or what you are doing it's also good to put in something humorous at times, something personal at times, so that people can connect with you. You know, people can connect with you. It's not wrong, if I have a girlfriend, for instance, it's not wrong I post a picture once in a while and say that this is my baby girl pushing me to do the work I'm doing. It shows your human side. Yeah, true. It also attracts people. Whether you like it, you know, content like that will attract people. True. True. It's not wrong, but that should not it actually just about 10-15% of what you post about. Mm. Okay, So, as creatives, post your ideas, whether they are they are complete, whether they are half big, just post it on social media. Expect people to give you feedback. It's in the feedback process that you develop your ideas better. If you're you having a design problem, for instance, and you post it, you can get thousands of designers come and say, uh-uh, Dablari, you should have done this better. Look at this. And what you're doing is that you get better by it you get better but you just see that it's just like you're building a community yeah or you're interacting with a community of like-minded individuals but it is to your advantage mm-hmm. True. you know so we should see social media as as an advantage you know as a competitive advantage It's an edge you have over other designers that are not leveraging on the power of social media
0: i was going to ask what should be our attitude to going viral because for creatives especially from a designer's perspective much of the things that i see go viral are finished products nobody ever nobody ever likes or retweets or comments on those mistakes that you make i mean well when i say like retweets and um, all those other stuff using twitter as an example i'm talking about i'm talking about going viral like maybe 10k people just see the tweet and then because there was this vfx i don't know if you heard about it there was this vfx that a guy did on twitter of a drone delivery of an indomie did you see that a drone yeah 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 and you know the guy has been on social media all along but that one just went viral unusually because nigerians could not believe that indomie was now being delivered with drones and then the guy just did something, You, t- he took his ATM card, just swiped and no verification, nothing nothing and then the drone just left and that went viral for him, which yeah. he would not on, un- I mean that was not the first thing I was going to be posting. So what should be our attitude to going viral, because sometimes it's discouraging when you post something that you think should go viral, should have 1000 likes. 10,000 retweets, and then you find out that it's only you and one of your friends that have turned on post post notification (laughs) for you because of solidarity that likes the tweet. So what should be our attitude to that?
1: Okay, thank you very much. So there's something called the hedonic treadmill. It states that there's going to be a spike and there there are going to be dips in trying to maintain your happiness status quo. In relation to success, or in relation to social media now, you see that not everything is going to go viral. Yes. And it is good you put your mind at rest that not everything is going to go viral. In fact, what might go viral might be the least expected, you and know. And a lot of people give up too early because they put too much expectation. You, you can have this good idea in your head. I said, ah, people will like it. People will like it if I tweet it. And we tweet it, and nobody would like it or retweet it. It happens to everybody. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. But just put it at the back of your mind that not everything will go viral. Yeah. So keep doing it. That's what consistency does. You know, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. One day, uh, or at one point in time, something will go viral, and people will have to look back wow. and say that oh, this guy has been posting good stuff all along so what you are doing along the line is that you are building a portfolio sure. yeah mm-hmm. you are building momentum so by the time one hits it big okay you just you just go back to all your that tweets months ago you start seeing likes and retweets of tweets that you you've made long time ago i'm sorry i'm using twitter but i think it's the most <laughs> you know i know you have that and, bias <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um stuff like that so i think what what happens is that we're always putting unnecessary expectation in our tweets i think it's just good to tweet and let it go and let it go just tweet your best tweet as best as you can at every point in time and let it go so that you you you, you, you um separate your happiness from your tweets or from your posts i don't know how best to say this but you should always learn to separate our happiness from our post so that if it goes wrong it doesn't affect our state of mind
0: Mm -hmm. true
1: yeah
0: i know you are also very big on vulnerability when it comes to posting things especially for designers i'm talking from the designer's perspective now i know people that write poems and all those stuff too when it comes to posting things and you you already mentioned that you are building a portfolio it's it's not every I, i remember having to after doing like 30 to 40 logos. I I did a lot of branding jobs last year. And there's this guy that asked me to design a logo for him and his business this year. And I was on that project for two months. Like, I was blank. I asked some of my friends for ideas. They sent it, but it was not just worth it. Because, I mean, over the years, with some of the things I've done, I could not just settle for that. I mean, I I needed something that was going to also stand in the same class as some of the things i've I've done before and you know some things like that should we post everything like that on social media or should we post our best stuff only i know that you for example in, in this podcast you already said that i should not delete the first episode so that people can see a track record of growth but you know yeah. you it gets to a point where you have that assumed growth and you have something new that doesn't measure up to your level of growth should we all those bad stuff in between or we should let them go and just keep on posting our best stuff what is what is what is the limitation to posting should we just post as it comes should we share all our things as they come or we should share only our best pieces
1: if we are going to share our best work we might as well not share anything because the process to which we arrived at best it came from a lot of terrible jobs Sure. came from a lot of terrible jobs when i started out writing i went back to it from this and i was like no this is shit i, I can't <laughs> believe i got paid for this <laughs> but it was a process that has brought us to to say okay this is my best desire this is my best writer at, at any particular point in time vulnerability i think i need to define that All right. it's not is not is not a weakness okay a lot of people say i don't like being vulnerable it makes me look weak it make, makes me look like i don't know what i'm doing and all of this things. but on the contrary vulnerability is actually a show of courage saying that i'm not perfect okay i say i have a lot to learn but this is how i am okay and i am bold enough to to come up and say this is how i am and it takes a lot of courage to, to, to do that. It does not take weakness to stand up and own up to your mistakes. Sure. I don't know how we successfully redefine that. Okay. Well, I think I need to redefine it. Okay? So it takes a lot of courage to stand up and say, yes, my mom was a prostitute. Yeah. My dad was a white beater. So what? That is no weakness. That is a lot of courage. Mm. It takes a lot of courage to say that I've done a lot of bad designs, but I know I can do a better design. That's mm. no weakness. Okay, sure. so vulnerability is owning up to your weakness. It's owning up to your weakness, but the act of being vulnerable itself is being courageous because it demands a lot of courage. And sharing your your work, be as it as it may. Number one, your your bad work now is that when you post it, for instance, you receive feedback. Feedback extends your growth process.
0: But, you know, you know, for a place like Twitter, feedbacks can be very toxic at times and can be very discouraging.
1: Yeah, yeah. What, what I advise people is that if you want to start opening your Twitter account or if you want to be active on Twitter, you know, go and unfollow everybody that you think is toxic to you. If you need to block them, you block them so that they don't also see your content. And mm. let it be a safe event for you because you cannot... You cannot produce your best work if your your mental health is at stake yeah you can't be fighting for being the best in the world or to be the best in the world and be fighting to maintain your mental health True. You know, it doesn't work you know one has to give in for one so True. if anything is going to disrupt your mental health or your thinking process whatsoever you know you can zero them you can block them and let them go All Right? as as a creative that i started from zero and maybe i'm on 10 percent now i will not see somebody on zero and laugh at the person Mm -hmm. sure Anybody that does that did not come through that it did not did not come through that process and you don't want to receive feedback from people that have not gotten their hands dirty you don't want to get feedback from people that do not have skin in the game sure and people with skin in the game will never never laugh at you they will want to draw you up and say that, no, damn Larry, I think you did not do this well. I think you could have done this better. better. So let's go of people that are toxic to you or people that you think would affect your mental health. And like I was trying to say, feedback is things are a growth process. And that's that's where a lot of us miss it. And right. I'm still learning it myself. You know, when you write a piece, it's easier to write and share your work and say that, what do you think? And someone says that, no, I think you should change this phrase. I think you should... Do this. I think you should do that. And when it comes back, you, you know you have done it. You, sorry, you do you implement the changes that the person asks you to implement. When you are shipping it out, nobody knows that there was there was a feedback process there. What well, mm-hmm. this is a beautiful work, mm-hmm. you know? rather than wanting to sh- wait till it is perfect or or shipping it out at a very bad state. You I know. So if if. I put out something on twitter and i say guys what do you think about this yeah people will come around yeah to help me find tune that particular work so that by the time i am submitting i am saving myself a lot of back and forth
0: true
1: you know true. and that is something that we creatives will face in our field you know especially when we are providing services mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of back and forth Four, yeah. <laughs> i don't know as a designer i know you will understand no yeah, I, I want do. you to adjust this no, i don't like this color mm-hmm. no i don't like fonts no i forgot to put something here <laughs> you know <laughs> it's going to be a lot of back and forth and you want to reduce that you do not have time you know to to expand or expand on so many relevant things and that's what feedback does you know and you cannot it cannot receive feedback if you are not vulnerable you know yeah
0: sure
1: i feedback if they are not vulnerable enough so we should learn to be vulnerable enough to receive feedback so that we can save future time mm. sure sure
0: so as we as we begin to round off the final thing i think i want you to talk about is consistency I, I know you are you are you you don't only talk the talk you do the work because i follow you on twitter follow you on instagram and i see i see the tweets on whatsapp i see the status updates and all of that How can we be consistent? Well, you you said you should talk about what you do every day, but you know, for some of us, it's not only the talk, it's sometimes the work. So, for somebody who is a writer, for someone like you, you can afford to tweet every day. But someone who is a designer, maybe it also works, but I think for someone who is a designer, you don't want to just keep tweeting, talk, talk, and talk every day. In fact, it's talk, I mean, for designers, talk will only go on twitter when you move to instagram where there are a lot of designers you want to post work every day because instagram is picture based and i i don't think it's that easy to to post design work every day every day but i still get that part of posting what you do every day but really even if it's posting what you do every day how can we be consistent where does where will the inspiration to post what you do every day come from you've talked about what you did yesterday what's new about what you are doing that you want to talk about today and then there's also this divide of you know wanting to talk about something that other people have already talked about and you feel like should i be repeating what this person already said and then w- when it comes to being consistent should we be spontaneous that is should we just come Post this as it comes to your mind, or should we have things carefully planned up?
1: Okay, so there are so many questions in that question I asked. (laughs) And I'll try to to break them down. Yes, please. uh, As far as my memory can. The issue with consistency is that it is what actually sells. You're not going to trust me, or you're not going to invite me today if you've not seen me do. What I say, I do. If I have not shown it, you know, if I have not done it over and over again, and the difference between, so there are different kind of people. There are people that are very good at their job, but nobody knows them. Yes. There are people that are not as good as those people, but everybody knows them. Sure. And people that are good at their job, fine, they might get paid well, but people that are not as good as these people, but are visible. Are going to get paid more mm. why because they have social capital sure mm, and social capital is a new currency whether we like it or not yeah it's right. it a new currency so you don't want to fight to be the best designer that nobody knows you want to be the designer that everybody knows and the design designer that everybody knows is the best designer mm. because how do i explain this now people perception will be that okay because this guy is seen everywhere is the best because nobody will talk about what they do not see or what the, who, or the person they do not know mm-hmm. so true. every other person will be under the person that is visible mm, true. meanwhile in reality that is not true Yeah. but it doesn't matter because <laughs> reality will not pay the bills yes. not pay the bills Yeah. You know. People's perception of who you are will actually be what will pay the bills. That's why you cannot start saying, okay, I want to get a sponsorship deal. I want to work for this brand and all of those kind of things. So it takes consistency to win attention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because attention is scarce. We have we are fighting, our attention is fighting for so many things. We want to go on social media, we want to look through the timeline, we want to look through our substitutes. we want to make money, we want to talk to our our, our family uh girlfriends or boyfriends or wife and husband we want to go to church we want to do a lot, a lot of, of things, things. want to watch yeah. football For <laughs> you want to be better yeah <laughs> and all of, of these things and that means that when you when you post one, it is not enough to win people attention because at that particular point where you've posted People, your, your your post or your content is fighting with other content to get to the top so that the person's attention is won. You do not want to be in that kind of circle. So what you want to do is to post consistently so that one day when, for instance, maybe I'm tired and I don't feel like doing anything and I'm just scrolling through my Twitter feed and I say, oh, wow, this is good content, this is good content, let me follow this guy. At that point, if I have won your attention, yeah. then it goes through feed and say ah this guy has good content though. and I switch on the post notification. Mm-hmm. I've won the attention like that. And and the person that comes back, I come back and say I've been following you for a while and I want to ask how can I be consistent like, You know, yeah. I get a, a lot of that question. How can I be consistent? It, they, they can ask me that kind of question because they've seen me do it over and mm-hmm. over and over and over. And it doesn't mean I'm the best digital marketer you know or the best writer or the best person in the world it just in the eyes of those people i have just done it over and over and over again and they presume or they perceive me to be the best that's why they can ask me that kind of question and it is easy for me to monetize that kind of of relationship when attention has been won that mistrust has set in i can monetize i say okay bring so 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 and so and so money and come and learn how to do so 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 and so and so i don't know if you know what i'm saying
0: i do i do
1: i do he also asked the question about
0: should we be spontaneous or should we have
1: things out? We have, so i think it's both ways um okay before i answer that i want to answer the the design analogy give for instagram when okay. i say post every day i'm not saying you should you, you should post your designs since I think you, the bulk of your audience are designers, yeah, I'm not saying you don't have to post a design every day. In the design process, learning how to design, there are a lot of processes, yeah. right? Yeah. There are a lot of techniques, there are a lot of tools, there are a lot of font style, there are a lot of designs in the world that you can always analyze. Sure. Yeah, you can only bring it to your to your post Instagram and say that look at this look at design a look at design b tell me what is wrong and you break it down mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be your own design yeah, it doesn't even have i have to, I have to write
0: this down because i have to start doing this on my instagram account
1: it doesn't <laughs> have to be a design it doesn't have to even be a design it could just be what you learned it could be th- when you're learning design that there could be something that was very difficult for you to learn True. okay and you could not avoid it that's the story you can share okay see your social media posts see your social media tweets as a story that you are telling people Mm. tell them about how you started tell them about what you are doing today tell them what you did with your time today show them a glimpse of what you are doing show them a field project Mm. show them you did a podcast i think or maybe you wrote something about an animation project yeah 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 that's that's a blog that
0: was a blog post
1: that was a blog post that is content. Enough content for you. There is always this presumed idea that there is not enough content in a particular field. I think I think for, for it to be a field means that there is enough content. Hey, that's true. It, I, I, I don't post every day on marketing. I could be reading a book and I see something that intrigues me and I screenshot it and I post it and I share my thoughts on it. You could be going through somebody's Twitter feed or Instagram feed and you see a bad logo bring it out to the public you know and tell your audience why this is a bad logo you, you get so all right. there, are of, there are a lot of ways to get content so for being spontaneous and being have things carefully mapped out okay so for having things mapped out i i for my personal twitter i don't have things mapped out really or for my wife i don't have <laughs> things mapped out wow. <laughs> i don't I, hmm. all right or I ensure that i post every day and there are times i take my phone and i say tony what do you want to post I and i don't know what to post <laughs> wow
0: now i'm inside but... your heart
1: <laughs> <laughs> well one thing we should know is that we cannot rely on inspiration because inspiration is fickle mm-hmm. okay comes and goes and you see that you are mostly inspired when you are not in the mood for work mostly inspired when you're in the bedroom taking a shower in the toilet isn't it or you are somewhere in the bus where you cannot you don't have access to your notepad or something it just it just comes and it just goes immediately so you cannot rely on inspiration okay you need to train yourself to say okay i'm going to sit down here and i'm not going to stand up until i get something Mm. and it comes with a lot of training It, it does it never comes easy just the same way you are being paid to make a design. You might not be in the mood to do any design. True. You know, but because there is the deadline, you just yeah. see yourself performing magic. Yeah, true. Yeah. That is the same way you need to see your 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 tweet and your post. You see that I do this, I I see that even my brother will to say, Tony, hey, you don't need to think of tweet again. <laughs> you, you don't need to think of too, your own post, you know. Mm-hmm. I sit down and I say, In this fight, what do I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. What do I want to put today? Okay, do I want to give an admonition or do I want to share a story or do I want to? I don't know, those kind yeah. of things. Uh, and you will just see something will come. Uh, something will come that I, I, it has never failed me and I don't think it should fail anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just you saying, Okay, there's something I want to talk about. But another mistake people make is that they do not want to post what they've posted before.
0: You think we should post what we've posted before or what other people have, have talked about before?
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to come to what other people have have spoken about spoken about before. But first of all, you should not be afraid to post what you've posted before. Because one thing one thing for sure is that and I think I learned this as a church boy, is that the truth is always going to be the truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The truth does not have to change. You don't have to bend the truth. right so if for instance you post something maybe about your past experience and you want people to learn from it and you think okay a lot of people did not really learn from this you know you can repost it and say it again okay especially on days where you're extremely busy you don't have time for your phone but you know you have to post you can just retweet it on twitter or you can repost it on instagram okay nobody is going to come and say ah but you posted it before You can even put it, I know I've posted this before, (laughs) but I think you guys need a reminder. That is content. Mm -hmm. We should always learn to recycle content, especially when it's true, because, for instance, it might be on 400 followers today, and in a month's time, it might be on 800 followers. The new guys might not have seen what you have posted when you had 400 followers. Mm -hmm. You can always repurpose content. You can always reshuffle content. And the idea that somebody has posted it before, you don't want to post it there are 8 billion people in the world there are about 5 billion people on the internet Planet. Twitter, we have about 300 to 500 billion users and one person one person cannot reach all of the users at once mm. and people on your social media feed or people following you as the case may be do not have access also to that person you mm. Everybody have access to that person. So when somebody posts something, he's posting it for your for his audience. Post your own for your audience. Oh, yes. mm. it, the thing is that in, in design, for instance, now there are things that there are no two ways about it. Yeah. It just has to be a particular way. True. Okay. Because True. somebody has posted this particular way, does not mean it doesn't work for you. Go and post it too, to your audience. We we I think we bother too much about ah, I don't want people to see think I'm copying them. Yeah, I think it's just a waste of of energy or brain juice. Post it. You cannot reference the other person. Maybe you, you saw it on the person's feed, and you say, okay, I, I think I need to tell my people this. You can retweet with comments on Twitter, mm-hmm. and we are not retweeting comments. If it's not Twitter, for instance, you can go on Instagram and say, I saw this on so 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 and so wall, and I think you guys need to. If you feel you don't want people thinking that you are copying the content. You can always reference the person. Referencing people does not mean that you are less credible. Okay, mm-hmm. it just means you are honest and you are ready to share as much truth as you can with your audience. So I think we should drop all of those sentiments. I don't want people thinking I've copied. I've copied somebody. You know, there are things too that I post and I say that, and I put. I don't know if you notice, I put it CC.
0: Yeah, so, so so yeah, Yeah. I, it, see,
1: that. I see that. doesn't mean that I am less credible. And I think it's something a lot of people should emulate. So consistency is important in all of what we've been talking about. If think you should map it out. Mapping it out will help consistency, such that you know that, okay, today is Monday, this is what I'm posting, today is Tuesday. I actually recommend it for people that are just starting. So that you know that you don't have to sit down and start thinking of stuff and get tired have it planned out you can always okay copy and paste i think that there's are for twitter now there are applications that you can auto fill it
0: yeah for you f- know, for pretty much it. i know about buffer buffer posts to twitter yeah. linkedin instagram yeah. pinterest
1: oh facebook good. all at once if you can afford that it's not a lot of money fill so. up all of those things and all of those applications will just do that automatically it saves you time You can be doing other things one more important
0: thing that i want to talk about i remember i've read uh, on one of your tweets how that you should not be concerned if one million people likes your post or um as long as one person's one person sees it one person is impacted one person is changed do you still hold that stand and then the real focus of the question is do you think we should as creatives buy followers try all possible methods to see that our accounts grow even if it means not organically if i have a very good design do you think i should boost the post so that it has a wider reach
1: okay first of all i think it's a wrong idea to buy followers <laughs> okay yeah. yeah it's a total waste of time because when you buy followers you no you, you don't want to as as a designer for instance I don't know your target audience, but if your target audience are business owners, you don't want to have students there. That's what buying followers mean. You can boost your posts and put in the interest you want to target. Target. All right, that's 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 fine. But buying followers from my experience, it doesn't work well. It's just like saying you want to buy an email list. I think it's just it's just a waste of time. But you can always boost. That is the essence of boosting posts. So you want it to reach okay, people within these demographics, people with this behavior, people with this interest. Because those are people that are most likely going to be your target audience or most likely going to buy from you. So but well, aside from that, why I, I made that tweet was because of pressure. Okay. A lot of us of we creatives are we are always pressured into into comparison. So you say Look at this guy now. He's not posting as much quality tweets as I am, yet he's getting all the likes and retweets. And it's something that would eventually lead to frustration mm-hmm. or depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when all of those things start setting in, the next call to action is to quit. And I think we should separate our happiness or our goal or whatever it is from social media uh, metrics or the way people gauge success on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier, if you know one person that your work has impacted, you have the propensity yeah, to know 10 people. Ten people,
0: yes.
1: If you know 10 people, you have the propensity to know 100 Eventually. people. And that is how it works. So if what I do now yeah, is I tweet for just one person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I just want one person to like it. Okay, once I see one person, it's fine. If I don't see, I don't, it's not all my team that I I see likes. (laughs) But if I see one person, I'm like, oh, (laughs) it resonated with that person. That's good. You know, and I'm satisfied. So I avoid unnecessary expectation. And there are some tweets I just drop randomly. uh, Tweets that I did not put too much power or thought process to. You just see (laughs)
0: glow.
1: Or something that you really designed. You know, you look at the grammar, you look at the everything 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 and just nobody's liking it so we should let to separate our happiness from social media numbers from the following i i don't have up to one thousand followers on <laughs> <or> twitter <Yeah. laughs> But when i i look through my analytics like every month you see that the impression is mad see? people liking it it will show on their feed people will look at it you know people might not like it people might not retweet but it is showing of people's fear i think that's that's good enough instead of putting in a message and you know i started using my twitter properly i think earlier this year and what i did was i i went to a follow and i blocked a lot of people that were always posting rubbish and i started following people that are that i can learn from people that i can gain a lot of insight from and um it's all of those people I unfollowed, what they did was to go and unfollow me too. So my followership dropped a lot. Then I started building and I have with that alone in like two months. I have met about 150 people. So I don't meet. I have, I have gotten about 150 followers. To so with time, all of these things will increase. Once you are consistent and you are good at what you do, if people will retweet your post. People will like it. People will retweet your comments. People will share your post, screenshot it and put it on their WhatsApp or their Facebook and all the see it and with time you see that you are etching a place for yourself. So separate yourself from the pressure and do the work that matters.
0: Thank you very, very much. It's it's been nice having you talk about this. It's been nice having you share from your wealth of experience and insights into this. And I'm sure that listeners, even for me. I already have direction on how to revive my Instagram account because it's been some it's been a sort of concern for me but from here I know what to do and I'm sure that a lot of people listening would also know what to do from here. And finally I you know when I reached out to Tolu Ajayi, she said when I'm starting out I should let her know but because of the quality of the episodes so far, not really I've not reached out to her ever since, but I think now that her name has been mentioned a couple of times, I'm just going to send the link to this particular episode to her so that she can listen and give me feedback. So, Tola Ajayi, if you are listening, this is shout-out to you and a shout-out yeah. to everyone listening. Thank you very much, Tony Smart, for making time out to be on the podcast. I really do appreciate that. And thank you, everyone listening, for listening to this episode of the podcast. I will be with you in a couple of weeks, two weeks, another episode will be out. And hopefully, that will be for designers. We'll be talking about the impact of artificial intelligence on design and I will be having another guest on the podcast. So stay tuned I'm follow me on all the platforms. And I already created an Instagram account for the podcast Techie Cubes. And I'm also migrating the podcast to his own website, techiecubes.com. That will be rolled out in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned. It's just so that you can have very good user experience and be able to access this, this podcast whenever you want to. So, I'll be looking out to receive feedbacks, like Tony said, to receive feedbacks on this episode and share with us what you've learned and what you think you want to add to what we discussed. So, till next time, when I come your way, keep being creative and keep being the best.